This could get so out of control. One of the best inventions in the world. I'm excited. You're not even really answering the question. So big. Who the hell is this guy? Hey, cowboy. Son of a bitch. Too fast, too furious. Holy fuck, but I don't use Google. 99% of the time, it's probably not true. I'm a pain in the ass. Oh, I watched last night. I mean, I didn't watch last night. You're supposed to hate them. Welcome to Prudent Podcast with your hosts, Candace and Jacob. All right, we are back. Welcome to the Prudent Podcast, episode 17. What's up, Candace? Mm-hmm. Hey, episode 17. Wow, yep. surreal almost. Honestly, most podcasts don't make it this far, so congratulations. Yeah, I wish some podcasts didn't make it any, any far. <laughs> Die the first episode. Um, But hey, first episode of the new year. Congrats. Happy new year. Good times. Yes. Happy new year to you, too. Um. Very much flew by this holiday season. I don't know how you feel, but I felt very, it went by quick for me. Oh, yeah. It's it's just insane. I don't don't know where the time went. I know. I I struggled with like figuring out whether it was better that the kids went right up to Christmas or if I appreciated it more when they had a week off before Christmas and then only a week after. I don't know what I liked better, but I know that uh, it flew, flew by. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, crazy. It's how when you have time to yourself, it just flies by. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for sure. Oh. Well, new year, new us, 2023 should do uh, big things for not only this show, but for our own individual shows. I don't know about you, but I've been heavily plotting for a few months now how I can expand and do better for myself and my community. How's your show looking for this year? Uh, it's insane. Uh, I haven't even <laughs> started anything. I just put out a request for... Uh, artists and if i book everybody that responded i'm good till 2024 cool good so for you. it's been a, it's been a, a three four days and insanity mind you Love it. nobody local but whatever no nope so okay. uh yeah Can it's, really it's all good no the show's insane i have i have a lot of cool music stuff happening mm-hmm. um and I'm just in the middle of actually working on a a, a contract with uh, my producer. Actually, when I get him uh, into distribution, so it's going to be um, my first artist that I am promoting A and R for. So, which is my new thing for the show. I'm A and R for uh, a couple music groups now. So, interesting. Well, that's great. Yeah, something new. Great. But yeah, we got a bunch of shit to do on our. Uh, on our show, don't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we do. Lots of, cool stuff. lots of cool stuff for everybody ahead. Um, and today's show is going to be, ex- I mean, all our shows are quite interesting, but today's show is going to be one for the books. Um, yeah. Have you gotten any feedback? Let's do some, in- some uh, cleanup here. Have you gotten any feedback from our last two episodes that we released? Um, not too much. Kind of uh, a couple of my friends were like, "Yeah, the, you know, conspiracy theory stuff they like." Uh, it mm-hmm. gets to the realms of things they like to uh, be enter- entertained by. So, you know, 
it's it's not bad. Like like nothing crazy. No one's angry at us yet. No, but no, I think that people yet. have been uh, relaxed over the holidays and are mm-hmm. finally starting to kick in and listen to uh, the last two episodes, which you should start mm-hmm. off with uh, our return episode and work your way uh, through the last one and then this one and you know get get caught up. So There's some good stuff. I I, I had to re-listen to our first episode that I, <laughs> that was before Christmas because it was so good. <laughs> I recommend people would listen to it again. It's great. Uh, <laughs> I didn't sell it. Yeah, it was definitely. It. Good. Yeah, it, it was a good one for sure. I think it's healthy for us to be able to use this platform yeah. the way that we feel. And um, eventually when the right person or people or peoples need to hear it, then they will. So, yeah, keep the feedback coming. Um I always get the, you know, usual folks saying great episode. Um, a lot of the times people say we have great chemistry, all the things we know. But we appreciate hearing from you. And um, again, if you guys have any thoughts on what you'd like to hear or hear us, since everyone likes our banter and our connection, if there's anything you think might trigger us, or uh, get us, you know, talking about certain things you'd like to hear or hear our opinions on, then uh, don't hesitate to reach out. Either DM one of us or on Prudent. Um, we have email. Just link tree us. You'll see. Yeah, you'll see it there. Yeah. yeah and if there's a conspiracy theory that we haven't covered yeah. yet, just let us know. There, there's a billion of them. So just pick one. Mm-hmm. There's Why lots. Not? Exactly. We've got stuff. Speaking of, yeah, want to get into it? Into yeah, let's do it. it. Uh, this this is a cool one because uh, I, I've been listening to some podcasts, obviously, on conspiracy theories because they're fun to listen to. This is one of the ones that's very interesting, <clears throat> and um, this one is called peak oil. And peak oil is a term used for when we have reached maximum production of oil in the world, mm-hmm. and um, many have predicted that it was in the sixties. That we have, and we still haven't actually um, reached peak oil because we keep discovering when we're allowed to discover more oil. Now, and out of the many conspiracy theories about oil itself, uh, one of the facts out there is that it's not actually a fossil fuel. It's not made from dead animals. So that's a myth. It's actually made from bacteria and dead plants and sediment. That gets compressed with heat and over time, so that's that's something cool right there. Okay. Now, so it, the, the term fossil fuel is actually false, and it's not actually made out of dead animals or dinosaurs. That's 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 fake. Okay. So I, I have, it's one of those cool things that you find out. It's one of those terms they like to use to make you feel bad about it. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm just saying because oil is the second most abundant substance in the world. What's the okay. first? Water. Water. Exactly. So we have a lot of oil. Now, this is this conspiracy here is um, that we will have peak oil and we're going to be running out and, you know, there's going to be a, a shortage and all that other stuff. When in reality, in reality, it's a vast market of control and it's controlled by the oil industry and now the climate change um, right. hoax that controls it. <laughs> Okay. Okay, because oil the thing about oil, it's renewable. 
Okay, it just takes a long time. And the best part is that we don't even know uh, how much oil we have in the world until it gets found. So the oil peak conspiracy theory, and there's a couple of different pages that um, that talk about it, is one of those things that they, they tried introducing in the 50, 60s and 70s when there's oil crisis. And it, it's always been... Um, disproved by finding more oil but they even even nowadays they keep kind of pushing it's like oh it's we're gonna run out we can well, there's only so much we've been doing this for a very long time mm-hmm. that uh they they still try to keep pushing this on people but the peak oil thing theory gets blasted every time so the conspiracy part of it is we actually don't know how much oil there is Right. And we could have extreme amounts that we haven't even found yet because let's let's be honest, most of the ocean hasn't been, even been covered or, or discovered. Right. Well, they're drilling. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, that's actually safer uh, now than it's used to be. Has been extremely limited, especially North America. So we can't we can't even yeah. discover more oil feeds, and we know right. we have vast amounts that we actually know of uh, mm-hmm. more than the Middle East. And uh, they, they keep pushing this that, uh, you know, that we don't. So peak oil has a lot of different angles to it that people should look into. Mm-hmm. And that's, the, that's right? just it. There's a lot of different angles, right? So when I was researching this, not to cut you off, but oh, like no, I don't okay. have a super lot to say about it because it's one of those things that there are – we don't know. So the conspiracy is still up in – you know, um, in arms as far as it's just basically what you, what you believe and what you don't believe. But I mean, I have people in my life who believe that peak oil is a thing. And then I also have people in my life who say that we'll never ever run out of oil because you just dig. So it's one of those things that you can find different angles for it, uh, when you read about it and when you're researching it. Mm-hmm. And now, now one of the things I've I've uh, heard and seen is that um, it's been but the myth of dinosaurs being part of the whole oil thing is that mm-hmm. no dinosaur bones have ever been found lower than I think like ten thousand feet on the ground or something like that, right? Like a certain yeah. level, but oil actually starts at like thirty and lower. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, so that 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 that's kind of one thing you got to look at is there's a lot of conspiracy theories of, you know, what it really is too, because they, they know it's carbon based, but like they know it's mostly bacteria just from testing. So Mm -hmm. they don't even let that come out that it's a natural thing. It's a very natural state of, of, uh, of process that creates oil. They want to make, they want, they make it very, a very nasty thing that we have. So, hmm. you know, a lot of peak oil, you have to look at the, those involved in the beginning, who controlled it. And as, as usual, the, you'll, you'll find some similar names as the Rockefeller, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all that other stuff. And now here's doing my research for this, because there's a bunch of pages I have to find. It depends. And you've mentioned this before many times. It depends where you actually search, because if you search one thing on Google, and I, I was doing this on purpose, and then I went to DuckDuckGo, I get so much of a difference in information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get the controlled stuff from Google, 
And then I get everything from DuckDuckGo. We can actually reference things. Mm-hmm. So that, that that was actually so much fun because I'm like, well, you know what? I can actually pick out uh, the same articles Google gave me because they're all one-sided. Right. And then I got all the articles from DuckDuckGo. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, huh, well, I got double the reading now. Yes. But it, but it was but it was great because I was able to like, gather and have a, a more of an educated opinion on Right, exactly. Yeah, you is. have to get your sources from different sources, not just exactly. one. So that, that's what we do with our conspiracy theories. you got to look at a whole bunch of different things. And uh, like I said, this one affects us now because um, of oil prices, how they're set. And, and we know that uh, oil prices are set ahead of time. So you're not really, you know, paying for what the price of actual oil is. It's whatever they set. doesn't mean that it costs that much. Now, refining it is one thing. Um, mm-hmm. The cost of refining is another thing. Not opening any refineries is, is a huge thing because, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it costs $10 billion to open one, but in the long run, makes everything cheaper. And then for all those people that listen to the environment episode at the very beginning of this show's uh, life, already know I'm, I'm our, my stance on this particularly. But without finding oil, you don't have the majority of things you enjoy every day. Mm-hmm. So... If you're telling me cars pollute, please go look at the facts. It's a, they, they really don't pollute as much as, I don't know, a private jet to fly you to Cuba for vacation. You know what I mean? Mr. Prime mm-hmm. Minister. Uh, it's, it's stuff like that. Now, we, we need it for every single thing. So there, there's those anti-oil people that see this. Oh, we're going to run out. We need to stop using it. Well, but then if you stop using it, we're going to be living in caves because... Pretty much everything we do requires some form of petroleum. Yes. So, always keeps mm-hmm. going back to the same thing with, mm-hmm. with with the oil stuff. It's all power and control. Yes. It seems as though, anyway. Yeah. Right. Yep. There you go. Nice. Yep. Stay Short tuned and for sweet because we got a bunch oh, of stuff. Yeah. Next week will be part eleven of uh, conspiracy theories, y'all. Or next mm-hmm. episode, rather. Yep. Yep. <sighs> Um, should we do top five? Top five, I, and I threw this one in top five because I I had no idea what you you'd think about it, but <laughs> you didn't say anything back, so I'm like, nope. okay, well maybe we're good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll let I you mean, go first then. It's top five <laughs> random songs that no one would think you'd like, and I I I mean it was really easy for me to compile because. People who know me know I li- li- like for the most part like one type of music, but that doesn't mean that I haven't listened to everything in my whole life. Very musical, very I love music, but I yep. usually typically listen to one genre. So these are very very random. Um, that's why I like this topic. So here we go: top five random favorite songs that no one would think you would like. Uh, <laughs> four non blondes. What's going on? Mm. So this song is strictly nostalgic for me. I hear it and I think of um, one of my friends who I'm still friends with to this day. As a child, her mom would just blare this and scream it and sing it. And she didn't have the best voice, but she was a lovely woman. And it really makes me think of her. Um, Next one is Try Everything, which is a song from Zootopia by Shakira Shakira. (laughs) Um, 
something about the song, the words, uh, it's um, a, the lyrics in it are, are like basically what I try and teach my kids every single day. If you haven't heard it or seen it or whatever, read the lyrics. It's wonderful. Um, the Sound of Silence is a song that will never get old to me and also a song that I will never be able to listen to without crying. Uh, Encanto. Okay. <laughs> this movie. The songs in this movie just make me happy. And the first song in the movie, I think it's the Madrigal song. And she's singing about her family. Yeah, it puts me in a good mood every time I hear it. And it's one of those songs that gets stuck in my head. Very random. And the last one on my list is by Chris Stapleton. And I think, which is very, very random because I do not appreciate country music at all. <laughs> you don't. Not it's one, too bad. No, I do <laughs> not. Not one single artist do I like that is in that uh, realm of music. But I appreciate <laughs> them, but not the music. Uh, and I think it's Justin Timberlake. I didn't have time to look it up. The Oh, say something. Yes. Yes. That would be the name of the song. That song <laughs> is fantastic. I love that song. Very random in my books. So those are my top five. No honorable mentions. Nice. Oh, yeah. Knowing you, there are beats per minute on Sirius Radio. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy because you hate top 40. Right? Yeah, uh, I hate top 40, but there you go. There's my list. So your turn. Oh, boy. Um, I got one honorable mention, but there's there's a bunch, but I left one because I have a love for that genre. So we'll talk about it in a second. All right, no particular order. Um, you know the greatest showman movie? Yeah. Yeah. Uh great soundtrack. Great soundtrack. There's one song in there uh called Um Never Enough by Lauren Alfred. Okay. Yeah, that's great track. Okay. Great written, great production. Um, yeah, never enough. It's it's uh, it's in the movie. Um, okay. Really good. One Direction. What makes you beautiful? Oh, that's a good song. Comes on the radio. You're singing. Doesn't matter. That's what makes you beautiful. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good um, song. Everybody's hating me right now. Oh, for all those choices. If you uh, said Nickelback, bro, then no, I'd be no, 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 no Nickelback on any list. <laughs> uh, Prince Raspberry Beret. Ooh. Now it's the wife's fault. I <laughs> listened to Prince, and literally my favorite song by Prince. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, now the next two are very, very random. One of them nobody knows. <laughs> uh, Britney Spears, every time. Okay, that is literally the my favorite Britney Spears song right there, ever. And that's literally I the can't one I ever believe she made the list. Your list. Yes. Yep. Yep. Okay. I, I, I don't like Britney Spears. I don't like most of her music. That one song I do like. Okay. It's just because she actually became an artist with a message for once. So, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, Justin Bieber, Love Yourself is uh, the other fifth one. Yeah. Okay. Very acoustic, uh, written by Ed Sheeran. Really good song. So uh, that's a good one. But now, honorable mention California Dreaming, Mamas and the Papas. Ah. <sighs> Yep, it's a great track. Now, I have a love for uh, uh, 50s, 60s, and 70s music, mm-hmm. or I would call oldies, call them mm-hmm. young peoples. Uh, but that, that song comes on the radio. I don't care who's around. It's going to be sung. So Nice. Yep, Good song. There you go. Great list. Ta-da. 
good top five. Well, let's, let's, since we had some fun right there at the beginning of the show, let's make it worse. Yeah. <laughs> what are we talking about? God, let's let's do the plastic bag ban because I just found out about this piece of shit. Uh, but our government never fails to disappoint. So I figured we'd start talking about this bullshit. Because as of, what, <laughs> December 20th or some shit, uh, Canada ban- Canada's ban on certain harmful single-use plastic starts to take effect. Uh, so it'll be late December. So... Well, it originally proposed in, I believe, 18 or 19, 2019, and it just never happened. So oh, until we have communists in there, and now it's ready to go. <laughs> so, yeah, they're banning, you know, certain certain single use plastics. I have a list. You know, cutlery. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Go ahead. Checkout bags. Yeah. It's stupid cutlery. You can still get. Everybody's still handing them out anyway. No, it's it. Uh, most stores that I uh, shop in, no more. And we'll talk about that uh, in a minute. Food service ware made from or containing problematic plastics that are hard to recycle. Okay, that's very inconspicuous. Stir sticks and straws. Yep. So that's the five things they're they're banning. Now, checkout bags. Yeah, you're right. Some places are still using them because they have them, but they Uh, now are illegal to use. Okay. But Candace... (laughs) <laughs> How is this Sobeys? You know what they had? Paper bags. Yeah. Yeah. What are paper bags made out of? <laughs> oh, Jesus Murphy. <laughs> okay. Two. I go to McDonald's sometimes. You know what kind of yeah. straws they give me? Paper straws. Right. Yeah. What are they made out of? <laughs> your um, cup, your your lid at Tim Hortons is about to be made out of paper too. Did you see that? Absolutely not. Like, I don't go to Tim Hortons. No, but fuck if Tim you Hortons. do, fuck Tim Hortons for real. Yeah. yeah. But uh, well, yeah, paper is the answer, people. This isn't Jeopardy. Um. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's paper made out of? Trees. What does every tree hugger complain about of this planet? Trees, not enough trees. And they should be because trees are fantastic. Trees clean the air. Trees take your CO2 that you tell me it pollutes and create oxygen. And Canada is uh, the big, one of the biggest countries with the most trees in them. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yep. So you're telling me we can afford <laughs> paper bags, paper straws with, mind you, I don't know the glue in those paper straws when they start, because you can't have your drink in there for too long. Um, Made in China, but we can't have plastic bags. Now, can anybody out there with, I don't know, Google fingers figure out how much uh, plastic pollution a bag makes? A checkout bag, a single-use plastic checkout bag? Yeah. Well, the last time I looked at some stats for straws, they were... 0.0000000004 of the pollution in the world that's plastic and it was insignificant in the entire retrospect because it wasn't even in the top percentile of pollution by country because if you like look at any graph it's India China that produced the most plastic pollution 
and in North America actually does not. And to take that tiny percentage of something that we barely use and eliminate it because of whatever, you're literally not changing anything. Anything. No, I know. In fact, now you're forced to use what kind of bags, Candace? I'm sure we have to use them now. We use them through some of the pandemic. Um, what kind of bags do you use for groceries? Reusable bags. Right. What are those reusable bags made out of? Plastic. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I know. And I'm all for, I just don't like plastic. I don't like the sound of it, the smell of it. I don't like it all around. That's a personal preference. And obviously, um, yeah, you think of a plastic bag and you think it's going to choke a duck or something. I get it. Um, but that's what we've been taught to think. Mm-hmm. But when you, yeah, really break it down and think about it, everything's going to turn to paper. And that is you know, essentially us tearing down oxygen. Right. So what is it? This small amount, these things we're banning in small amounts. Yes. There's tons of people using them, so it creates more um, garbage and more waste. But like you said, the effect that it's going to make is not is is absolutely minuscule compared to if there were really issues with plastic and it being um, out of control, if you will, in our country. There are other ways for us to um to figure this out than than banning a plastic bag or a spoon or I get it. I totally think that it's um just another way of whomever it is telling us what to do and how mm-hmm. to live the our lives. I don't know how to think any differently at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not going to make a significant difference. We all know that collectively, but we are choosing to just abide. And of course, if you can't get a plastic bag at the store, you can't get a plastic bag at the store. You're going to be forced to have whichever bag that you have, but it's, it's not going to solve the, uh, the issue, whatever the issue is. Well, Candace, as much (laughs) as I'd like to believe people knowing things, most, a lot of people are just, you know, blinders on do what they're told. And here's the, the, the little paragraph the government of Canada has on their website. It says the government of Canada will continue to be guided by science as it takes additional measures towards zero zero plastic waste goal. Okay, <laughs> well, well, we'll get back to that. Uh, the government is working with provinces, territories, and industry to set an ambitious collection target of 90% for recycling plastic beverage bottles. <laughs> so in that itself, they're cherry-picking recycling plastic beverage bottles. From those that know, I think it's 6 to 10% of plastic that is used in anything mm-hmm. is only recyclable because nothing else is able to be recycled. Right. Okay. Right. So we're already yeah. starting at a very low percentage that we can recycle. Mm-hmm. So eliminating things that we can't recycle really makes no sense no at all because sense. we can't recycle it anyway. Right. Okay. So it's all, yeah. And, the zero plastic waste goal, what exactly are you going to be using? Styrofoam? <laughs> come on now. Um, it's going to come down to cardboard, paper. And as our 
in, insanely fantastic prime minister prime minister said he drinks his water out of these cardboard square looking things right so what are, what are we going to be doing here where this is your government telling you it's spending its time and money doing something that one is impossible two it's impractical three will not make a difference to anything worldwide or even local yeah yeah so yeah. <laughs> why well because i think this is a nice sticking point for a future election and a lot of people were like we look at it like look we're they're doing so much for the environment when in reality, nothing. Nothing yet. So I'm, it's, it's it really pissed me off. It really did. Now, yeah. what am I going to do with my scheme at Shoppers Drug Mart when I don't pay for plastic bags anyway? I just take them and not charge myself for it. Why would I do mm-hmm. that? <laughs> <laughs> Come on now, I'm I'm doing the cashier's work. Why would I pay for a bag? I can't do that either. <laughs> Yeah. A bunch of shit. Well, but when I look at it this way, now a lot of people are using those uh, checkout bags for a lot of things around the house, mm-hmm. garbage. People use a lot of plastic bags for a lot of things. Yeah, you eliminate that. Sure. What does that happen? Now people have to buy mm-hmm. more garbage bags. Yep. So what are yep, what, yep, what, yep. what are we eliminating? There's a lot of, I know. I know a lot of people use checkout bags for like the garbage in the house, mm-hmm. and that's cool because it's a specific size and you don't yeah. keep it that long. You take out your garbage more often. I understand right. that. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of people do it. So now you're just gonna mm-hmm. have to force people to spend more money to get garbage bags to fit those little garbages. Right now, where, who makes those garbage bags? China, because mm-hmm. nobody's gonna go buy them at Home Depot. They're gonna buy them from Dollar Store. Yeah, and everything dollar store comes from China. Yes, it does. Bam, that's this is stupid. I don't understand. <sighs> I don't yep. know. Well, let's cheer it up a little bit and get to know the host. Get to know the host, Jacob. You're gonna yeah. tell us something about yourself, uh, like the fact that you want to vomit when you hear bagpipes. <laughs> no, that was hilarious. I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, it that. was very, it was very cathartic for me to say it out loud. Let's put it that way. It felt good. <laughs> well, all right, all right. Let's do this. Something that to get to know me. Well, um, two things that kind of combine together. One, I don't like people, mm-hmm. but I like the interactions. Okay. Okay. For for a lot of people that know me from from things that I do. I do a lot of things that have to do with mm. talking to people all the time, all day, every day. Mm-hmm. I literally talk all day. I, but I don't like actually interacting with people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, but it's funny because I was, uh, I don't know if you saw the latest pictures of my office. I'm kind of updating some of the things, putting stuff on the wall. Um, mm-hmm. just kind of get things done. And I, and I dug out some of my awards for hospitality. I'm like, and there's one from like 2001. I got a hospitality hero nomination for excellent customer service. I was like, mm-hmm. um, from the government. And I'm like, man, I didn't, I wasn't even exactly that. I was, I was exactly the same back then. I still didn't like people, but it was, my job was to be nice. Right. <laughs> and that's how nice I faked it. <laughs> so shit. I remember that. 
So, <laughs> well, it was well deserved, I guess. But yeah, no, it's <laughs> it was cool because I I got my training certificate for Ontario Superhost for service, uh, for customer service in night way back in '99 when I started with them, and yeah, it was uh, some cool stuff. So that that kind of reminded me of that. I'm like, holy shit, I'm still the same. <laughs> Maybe it's just a lesson that people really don't change. They just improve upon whoever they are. Yes. I don't know. No it's idea. A good, good way to put it and a good lesson. Yes. Yeah. But there you go. I just got nostalgic because hmm. I was putting up this shit and uh, it's hilarious. I'm glad yeah. you put it up and don't just put it away. You know, those are things that you don't think a little plaque or a little accolade like that matters, but you know, you look back on it and you think it brings you back to the time and proud of yourself for that moment. I like, I like it. I don't have very many accolades myself, but if I did, I hope that I would put them up on the wall. Maybe that's what I should aim for this year is an accolade. (laughs) Maybe a BizX award. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, too soon. Yeah, well, uh, no, it's, it's true, though, because like I like having stuff on the wall, and I haven't had anything on the wall since I moved out of my parents' house. I used to have all my stuff displayed on there. Yeah. And that was like, holy shit, 16 years ago. Um, yeah. But I just put everything up last weekend, weekend before. Awesome. Something like that. So, no, it's nostalgic. And I got a cool gift for my birthday, which just passed. Um, I got a giant shadow box. Oh, cool. Oh, stuff in. That's really cool. That's a good gift. Yeah. And and that's a great gift for me. Mind you, I'm not going to put anything of mine in there (laughs) because I'm putting, I'm taking my kids jerseys. Oh, like my daughter's jerseys, her soccer Mm -hmm. jerseys. And I'm going to put them in there because she has two of them from different teams with her last name on it. So I'm going to kind of put that together and put it. And I think I'll put it here in the office, not near the bar. So nice. Yeah. You can look at I'll it all the it. time. That'll make her happy too that you yeah. have that. Uh, I like that. I like that kind of nostalgic stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Definitely. There you go. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to share uh, another crazy piece of myself next week because it's my turn next week yep. for that. It's on the schedule. So. Yeah. Next. <laughs> Ooh, this is nice. The last thing we're chatting about yeah. today are, oh my goodness. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Passionate certain people are about this. So I don't even know. This wasn't something that, you know, you didn't see it blasted all over social media or the news or anything. So a lot of people of you might not even know that the Mm -hmm. lyrics have been changed to our national anthem. That's right. That's right. (laughs) They've been changed before in the past, which I don't approve of at all. Something like that, that symbolic, that, um, monumental to our country should never be changed. There should be nothing in those lyrics that would be harmful, hurtful, or anything. And even if someone could take it that way, that should be something that's written in stone that should never be changed. Just my personal opinion. But they've changed the lyrics. And please let us know, Sir Jacob. Mm-hmm. what lyrics they've changed because well, I'm really curious. Oh, I have it. I have it. It's all up here. Um, mm-hmm. Now, originally it was in all thy son's command. Yep. And they changed to in all of us command. Yeah. Some woke shit right there. Yeah, and that's, yeah. 
What? The, the only other time O Canada was changed was after World War One. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the only other time where the guy himself who wrote it changed. I still don't believe yeah. that that should have happened. But yes, you're right with the facts. Yep. So, so we can't say sons. We can't sons. say. We can't say all thy sons command. Because it targets a certain. I just feel that it's about perspective. So it's a word. It shouldn't offend anyone. It shouldn't, if if it is a son or a non binary person that's listening (laughs) to that lyric. Mm -hmm. It's all about how we take things and then how we project them out. So if you're offended or whomever brought up, I don't even know. I didn't get that far into it to see how it was even agreed. Who makes the decisions to change it? But whomever fought that really needs to do that whole corporation, company, person, whoever it was, needs to do some deep personal digging because that is insanity. Um, unnecessary to change our national anthem for mm-hmm. for that uh like you said that's some woke shit yeah yeah and now they're gonna argue and calm down you woke people that are listening calm the hell down you, you yeah because your- we're inclusive we don't yeah. care what you what people stand for or what they uh identify as or what your um sexual preference is forgive me if I'm not saying this correctly, but it, that doesn't matter. It matters that you think it should be changed for you. Right. Or for, for one, one mentality as opposed to the rest of us who've been singing it our whole lives that way. And um, yeah, I don't know. I have a really hard time with shit like that. I do because I like to be all include. I like to be inclusive in who I love who I care to know. And I am, I don't, it doesn't matter to me how you identify, but it's shit like this that makes me upset. And they're using this as, Oh, now it's all inclusive because us, it's all inclusive. That's that's what they're pushing this as, as an identity of all inclusive. Now remember the inclusiveness, inclusiveness only works one way with these people. Yes. And it's as long yes. as it includes them, it can exclude yes. everybody else, but it has to include them. And don't forget, this is an extreme minority. Now, if we looked at being all-inclusive on all the extreme minorities, there would be insane amounts of words that have to be added. I agree. Now, Mm -hmm. let's be honest. For those that know or don't know, I am not Canadian by birth. I moved here from another country, from very far Mm -hmm. away, by a map. Mm -hmm. Now, you have to know that every country has a national anthem. I'm big into I love anthems because it tells every anthem tells you about the history of the country. Yes. It okay. Does. The anthem from the country I came from, it, it's a description of how it became independent and which most mm-hmm. countries anthems are. Okay. It's an account of history. Mm-hmm. Now your oh, Canada was something like that until now. It's not to be updated for the time we're living in because even then you still shouldn't update it because even then you want to be inclusive, but now you're just including, like I just mentioned, extreme minority of the population. 
that yeah. we all have yeah. to abide by. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's extremely strange, but not surprising from the people that are in charge who pander to all all emotion, yeah. no contacts. So mm-hmm. context to what they're doing. So it's all emotion based because whatever you dis, if you disagree with this, you're a basis, uh, racist bigot. <laughs> that is, you disagree with this, you're a racist bigot. <laughs> now the only problem is uh, how how they do this in um, in French because this is in French um, f- feminine and masculine mostly. Yes, it like is most languages like, yeah. except English. Oh, they're going to have to change the whole French yeah. language. Well, yeah. Good they're luck with to... that. Good luck with any actual language in the world because they're all masculine or feminine. So, hmm, not much neutral. Yeah, it, that it, it. Yes, mind blowing. You're you're basically <laughs> trying asking to change history, and right. and the fact that it actually got done and passed, like, isn't there? Like, for instance, when I uh, was sitting on parent council as the chair, we had bylaws that we had to abide by. And I couldn't just make a choice. I had to go to a vote Mm -hmm. about any fucking thing. Mm -hmm. Right. Because you have a group of people that are sitting on this board. Now, who sits on the board for the national anthem? I know I probably sound dumb right now, but, you know, whomever it is that has a hold on the abilities to change and not change that fucking song. It should never have been able to be done. I really, really believe that it's not, it's not fair to try and even bring up changing history. Mm -hmm. Well, here's the explanation from this. So uh, pseudo journalist from this website that I got these letters from. And, and this is, um, what, what this person uh, quoted is uh, quoted as saying, okay, uh, this change matters because language matters. <clears throat> Wrong. <clears throat> the anthem lyrics convey national values, and when those change, it's only natural to change the anthem no. as well. Uh, the candidate we have today values inclusion, and that's something we should celebrate. So you're telling me that little word in there triggered everybody so much that you were shaken to your core that you had to change the whole damn thing because you didn't feel included. Come on now. Yeah. I don't know. This could, we could talk about this forever because there are certain things that I could say, you know, that should be changed as far as Canadian rights, culture and all of that Mm -hmm. um, before this. And that's could, I was just going to say, could still be called, you call me a racist or a bigot for that. But there are things that I would think um, would take precedence to changing before this. Right. So th- I would really am, it's in my notes to <laughs> nice and big and starred on my notes to look more into this as to who and how it was allowed to be changed because I'm very discouraged by that. Mm-hmm. That it, it would even be allowed to even be a discussion to change it. Yep. Um, and maybe if I read more about it, I will have different outlooks. So maybe the next show in our cleanup intro, I can um, expand further on my thoughts about that. But it's going to take a lot to change my mind. You don't change history. You know, if we could change history, I'd fucking do a lot of shit differently. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> well, again, it's it's 1984. George Orwell. Uh, mm-hmm. If you read that book, that's that was one of the main things was they keep rewriting history to fit their narrative, and you you can't do that. You you can't because everyone should read that book. By the way, oh my god, right? They'd be like, oh no, it's what's happening now. Yes, yes, it is. Oh. But mo- uh, you know, again, a lot of people aren't smart enough to understand what's happening, so they wouldn't get it. They really wouldn't. But the TV mm-hmm. didn't tell me this. <clears throat> <laughs> You know what I, I saw? I was looking through something, something on DuckDuckGo, and uh-huh. uh, an algorithm came up for Bugattis because Ooh. my son was talking to me about um, my favorite car. And I mean, I've been so fortunate in my life to drive a lot of beautiful cars, a lot of beautiful vehicles that some would say is their dream car, you know? Uh-huh. Um, and I don't care what I drive. I really don't. I've just been really lucky. But I said a Bugatti would be my favorite. And this commercial came up in this ad I was watching and it said, uh, I forget the wording, but basically why would we advertise on TV and our, you know, our clientele are not people who watch, sit around and watch TV all day. (laughs) And it really hit home for me to think that I do watch TV. Don't get me wrong, but think about that. It's so true. People who are mm-hmm. buying Bugattis aren't sitting at home watching TV looking to see a Bugatti commercial. Nope. Um, that really, like, I don't know how I came about to talk about that, but it was obviously necessary for me <laughs> to say. Uh, but that it really, really stood out to me. It really, really did. Like, think about, think about, you know, who advertises and what's advertised and what's not advertised uh, on television and on the internet yeah you're right it's one of those things and by the way that's my kid's favorite car and he's not going to listen to this episode (laughs) i have a poster for him uh that's really cool uh, of a bugatti that i have to have framed and put up so yeah he doesn't know it yet but at some point i'm gonna get that done yeah send me pics when it's done because i just love them the aesthetic uh obviously never driven one um but i i saw one at um, the auto show over in the States a long time ago. And mm-hmm. I just thought if I ever had wealth, then that would be my car of choice. So mm-hmm. you know how much the oil change of that is? No. 10,000. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Again, I, just like you, huh. I'm into, I'm into cars. I've had my dream cars already. I already had them. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it's, uh, yeah, it's expensive. Very expensive. <laughs> it makes sense to maintain. <laughs> yeah, and surprisingly, just, if you drive them, they don't last as that long because they always have to be tuned and maintained. So, one of those, eh? Yeah. The more expensive it is, the more expensive it it, it is to it's take care of. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you, you hit on something really good that I want to do on another episode really quickly mm-hmm. here. Uh, on one of the episodes, you're right about that commercial. The people that want these things and can have these things don't sit around and do nothing right okay they have a different mindset and maybe we should touch on that at some point and maybe Mm -hmm. a little bit of andrew tate at some point oh okay i've covered that on my Mm -hmm. show twice now um i recently even and uh yeah i I really want Mm -hmm. your opinion on that at at some point okay yeah we'll put it in the show notes coming soon (laughs) all right um this is a good show. Yep. Good stuff. Uh-huh. Episode that's- 17. That's a wrap for us. 
Uh, make sure to like, share, subscribe, all the great things. Check us out on Instagram, um, link in bio for our link tree. You can get a hold of us that way. Um, again, if anybody has anything that they want to uh, hear us talk about or chit chat about or argue about, let us know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. So your mom, your dad, your aunt, your uncle, everybody check this show, especially local. Yep. Check us do. out. Yep. Till next time. <laughs>